welcome to today's episode of 10 Minute Marketing. I'm Sonia Crystal Williams, your host. And today joining me is Jessica Anderson. You can find her at jessicalanderson.com. Jessica is a book coach for high impact leaders across the globe. She specializes in helping these leaders write, develop, or promote, or use books to brand themselves. So welcome today, Jessica. Thank you so much for being here. Hey, Sonia. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited. Absolutely. So, um, Jessica, I'd love to first kind of just hear a little bit about your background. How does one get into book coaching and then specifically with high impact leaders? Okay, good question. Um, One gets into book coaching by starting off as a proofreader, you know, like when you go to work in a restaurant and you start as the dishwasher and then you like work your way up. Uh, It's sort of how my journey has been. I started as a humble proofreader and then I quickly moved into copy editing. And I found that my clients were asking me for higher and higher levels of editing. Mm -hmm. And these days, um, I feel my audience has shifted once again. So I'm actually moving into the book coaching space, as you alluded to. And that really means helping um, my clients through the actual writing process, instead of the next process, which is editing. Okay. Um, And how I got into that sort of genre that you mentioned with brand books, as I call them, and helping high impact leaders, craft these books is my very first client. This was exactly the kind of book that she was making. She has since written, I think, 15 books, and they're all to do with her business, which is making money online and helping others do the same. And I think I just wound up with a dreamboat client for my very first one. And I loved it so much that I decided that that's going to be my niche. And I've never strayed from that. Wow. 15 books is impressive. (laughs) I imagine that's happened over a period of years. Um, I have so many questions around that. So so one would be, this sounds like this is something that makes sense if someone already has a business or should they have a business? Like, what does it look like for that person? Okay. Great question. I have actually worked with a couple of clients who do not well, who did not yet have a brand or business when they went to go write their book. And those have actually been my favorite books to work on. And they're very brave people because they have to do the work ahead of time of thinking of like, how am I going to serve people? What kind of people are they? What are their problems? And then I'm going to put it all into a book before I even have an offer to promote. But they start with the book as a low ticket offer. It's definitely not the norm. And I I don't recommend that for everyone. I do find it easier to make the book once you already have a very, very clear idea of the audience that you serve and you're already pretty solid on your offers. Got it. It makes a lot of sense. Um, And then what about, okay, with someone who already has a book under their belt and now they're kind of shifting into this world of wanting to use it as a brand. What would you say are other things they might need to have in place? Ideally, if they do have that business, do they need to already be on social media? Do they already need an audience? Um, How do they even get people to buy these books? Oh, that's another great question. I love all these questions. Um, One way to do it is by self-publishing. This is always a a decision that someone has to make up front. Are you going to try and get a book deal from a traditional publisher or are you going to try and self-publish it? I'm really attached to the self-publishing world because um, being self-taught is one of my values, but I find that you have so much more control over it Mm -hmm. Um, in terms of the book itself. You have creative control. Mm -hmm. And then on like the marketing and launching side, that's all on you as well. Okay. Um, So you can actually utilize Amazon as its own um, 
uh, like SEO platform almost okay. because people are typing their questions into Amazon actually every day and looking for answers in books because books are still, you know, reputable sources of, of information. Definitely. So if we were thinking process wise, ideally kind of from what I'm hearing so far, someone has a brand, um, they decide they have a clear vision of what they want in this book. You in that process are helping them do the outlining and the writing. Do I have that right? <laughs> exactly. Because um, none of us, you know, come out of school knowing exactly how to write a book like this. Mm-hmm. We're used to writing, you know, term papers in a very academic sense, a very sometimes um, a lot of corporate language as well in our writing, which isn't the point of a brand book. We want to be speaking to your readers in a conversational tone, using their language. But it's hard, especially when online we are trained um, as consumers, but also as content producers to write these little short form pieces of micro content that you just, you know, blast on LinkedIn or whatever platform you're on. Mm -hmm. And then the process of writing an entire book seems so overwhelming. So I come in helping people to really break that down and sort of their fears is like, you don't have to um, become a bestseller or bestselling author because that's not really the, the point of the exercise. You can own the term author, even if you haven't gone to school for that specifically, or even if you haven't, if you've never done it before, you know, there's, you have to try it first. Mm-hmm. No, that makes so much sense. Um, and, and even within your own niche, I've seen business owners who release books as part of their branding and in their niche, they're known. You don't have to be the New York Times bestseller, the global bestseller or anything like that. So that makes a lot of sense. Okay. So Jessica, you shared the story about how perfect that first client was and went on to publish 15 books. Um, So since then, and since you decided to kind of move deeper into book coaching, how do you grow your business on a day-to-day basis? So it's funny you ask because when I started out, I had the belief that I had no network because I spent 10 years in a totally different industry in the luxury hospitality industry, which is why I alluded to the restaurant metaphor in the beginning. Um, So I started off actually cold emailing to great success. I will say that there's a big stigma around that in the online space, but there's a right way to do it and a wrong way to do it. Um, But I decided to move away from that because I felt it was very, very time consuming. And I wanted to start instead of like um, push marketing myself, I want to try the pull marketing aspect and um, trying to attract some ideal clients using social media. And I wound up on LinkedIn I landed there because I tried a few different platforms and wasn't really getting traction everywhere, pro- anywhere, probably because I wasn't focused on one. But when I really went all in on LinkedIn, I saw a huge difference and landed another absolute dreamboat client just by posting on LinkedIn once a week, you know, nothing crazy. And this person connected with me without adding a note, without saying anything. And she just lurked in my posts, like watching my content, maybe would like something once in a while. And then out of the blue one day DM'd me with her request. So um, LinkedIn is a great place for that because there are only like, there's maximum, I think 5% of users who are actually posting content on there. So it's not very saturated, but there are so many profiles who are on there just looking at their feed. Yeah. So you'd be surprised if you started showing up more on LinkedIn, Yeah. who would see you on there? Yeah, there's a chart and I wish I I came across this chart many years ago and have never been able to find it since. And it was a chart that mapped out 
the personalities of people with profiles on social media. And one of them used the term lurkers and that chart, it mm-hmm. called them observers, people who are just there to watch and kind of participate from a distance, but they have no interest in really posting things. Mm-hmm. Um, so that really says a lot. I want to go back to something else really profound that you said, which is that idea of push versus pull in marketing mm-hmm. And the idea that you had a successful type of campaign, you were running a push campaign, which, you know, for those of you listening, the idea of push campaign is you're putting yourself out there versus it coming inbound to you, which is what Jessica's doing now, pull, like you're kind of pulling them toward you. So that makes a lot of sense. Um, So let's kind of shift into kind of going into our lightning round. I want to ask you some more questions, but in our lightning round, we go a little bit faster um, just with kind of what some of those answers are um, in terms of how you are approaching your business. So I'm hearing um, uh, LinkedIn is what's working today. And and this may answer the question, but I'm going to throw it out to you anyway. Um, If you had a grant for $50,000 to use, yes, free money in your business, For the next 12 months, how would you spend that budget from a marketing standpoint? How would you use it? Oh, I would probably use it to buy myself time to write my own brand book Mm. because it's something I haven't done for myself yet. Yeah, that's huge. Good. Yeah. So gives you that time to write the brand book and from the brand book, when you write that brand book, let's just say if you were using yourself, but I'm imagining you do this for clients, but with yourself, if you were putting kind of your marketing hat or this is what I want hat on, how do you distribute that book? Does it go straight to Amazon or do you think about other places where you get it in front of people? Amazon is definitely my number one thing, I would say, because um, since I have a website and a blog, I can get SEO traffic from Google. Mm -hmm. Um, Definitely Amazon and perhaps uh, a book funnel as well. If I wanted, yeah, if I wanted to tie it into my other offers. Okay, very cool. Okay, what's most fulfilling about what you do, the services that you offer? Probably seeing the transformation of my own clients from being amazing at what they do in their fields mm-hmm. to then becoming authors on top of it and getting to see them add author on their little LinkedIn bio. Right. That's very funny. <laughs> it adds credibility, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> and then, and then people can go back to Amazon and really cross-reference it. It's a very real thing. So that's very cool. Deciding to kind of approach branding themselves with a book. Um, what are some things if someone were to do that, like what's the one or two pieces of advice you would give them if they were just kind of teasing out and trying to figure out and they were on the fence if they want to do it or not? Be super crystal clear on whom you're speaking to in your book. And so in many cases, like I said before, um, earlier in the call, if you're already an established business owner and you know your audience and your own clients really, really well, that's a great start, but I'm always checking to make sure you know about that before you start the book process, because it's going to be really hard to write a book in a vacuum. If it's like, this is the book that I want to write, but it's not quite the book that people want to read, you're going to have trouble marketing and selling that. Great. Okay. Great tips. And then as a business owner, and I know this from being a business owner for many years, um, sometimes you hit bumps along the road. 
Um, have you hit any bumps along the road in your business? And if so, like, how have you overcome some of the challenges just being a business owner? Oh, gosh. Um, maybe there's a lot of um, isolation mm. sometimes that I feel. One huge challenge that I have living in France is the time zones. And it's tough to participate in some online events when it just doesn't jive with my time zone. That's been a huge hurdle. Um, since I don't work much with local clients, I'm working, you know, on books being written in English. So a lot of my clients are based in North America. And just, you know, in a broader sense, the isolation that I feel sometimes being here. Um, but fortunately, this year, I've been meeting lots of people on LinkedIn, especially and in other groups where I get to collab with them. And it's been working out much better. You have to go out and seek it, I guess. You have to go out and find it. Yeah. And yeah. be a part of those things. And I'll, you bring up collabs. So I'll kind of, in our lightning round, kind of end with that question, which is um, you and I met in a collab group. What are your thoughts about collabs? Yeah. Um, is there value to them? And then just for listeners who just don't even know what a collab group is or how to become part of them, just what are your general thoughts on what it is and how you feel like it's benefited you? Yeah, um, I really love collabs. If you think about it in terms of, you know, uh, artists, when they when someone releases an album and they feature another artist who's really big at the time on a track, like that's an example of a collab right there. So we're sort of borrowing from that or even like um, a late night show, yeah. right? Someone who's um, asking someone to be a guest on their show. In a way, that's also a collab. You're getting to leverage each other's audiences and each other's platforms. So mm -hmm. I absolutely love collabs. I love the power of it. Just to give you a short example of um, one collab in particular that I participated in this year, I have a very, very small email list because I've been focusing on growing LinkedIn. So email list is like second. Um, and I did a collab with someone. It was just a simple email list swap. And the day that went out, my email list doubled from wow. one collab and it was so easy to set up. I did nothing. The other lady just shared my stuff to her list and boom. Amazing. Yes. So very valuable. Um, mm -hmm. And just to kind of recap on the things that you all might be hearing again, a lot of value push versus pull marketing, cold emailing, moving into that evolution of cold emailing to using LinkedIn to even participating in collabs and email, email swaps. And although some of those things might be second tier, for all of you listening, find out what your first tier is in terms of what channel you might want to put your energy into. And then you might have some secondary tiers that fall underneath that. So thank you so much, Jessica, for being willing to share what you do with us. Incredibly valuable. And, and as well as us peeking a little bit inside of your business and learning about your growth. Um, Jessica, how can people find out more about your services as a book coach? Yeah, you can visit my website, jessicalanderson.com. And Anderson has S-E-N at the end. It's a funny Danish name. Yeah. Um, or even better, you can come find me on LinkedIn. It's the same name and you can connect with me. I would really love that. Yes, absolutely. And then um, anything, any uh, promos, freebies, anything you have for anyone that's listening that might be a helpful place for them to also get started as they're on the fence about becoming a book author? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So as I mentioned, I'm moving into the book coaching space and I'm going to be supporting people through the actual writing process. And I'm putting together a new signature service that I'm really excited about that I have crafted um, with the direct input of people in my audience. So it's going to be really, really helpful. 
Um, and that's going to be coming out in a couple weeks. So um, by the time August rolls around, that will be on my website. If you just go to jessicaalanderson.com, you will see it right there. All right, perfect. So we'll be sure to drop that link in for everyone who's listening. That way you can take a look at Jessica's website and find out more about that program. Thank you again so much, Jessica. And thank you everyone for listening to 10 Minute Marketing. I hope you have a great day. Thank you.